Hello and welcome to the Target Podcast powered by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host Deshwan and with me in studio today is Premier League specialist Nigel Naika and Mark Stedham. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning, gents. How's it, gents? All right, let's kick things off with Premier League weekend. Uh, we've got Newcastle at home to Wolves. Now, Wolves being a bit of a surprise package in 2024? Yeah, very, very surprising package. Uh, I think we've been speaking about Gary O'Neill almost every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. These guys are putting proper performances and entertaining us at the same time. I think Wang has been quite a revelation right now. But then you also look at Matthias Cunha as well, bagged a hat-trick not so long ago. Yeah, Wang, I think he, I think they played last night or a few days. That he went off injured, so I don't know how serious that injury is. But like uh, Nigel said, we've been speaking about Wolves week in, week out, the good job that Gary O'Neill is doing. For me, Newcastle's biggest issue now is that they're conceding far too many goals. But at the and same especially time... Especially at home. I mean, you look yeah. at Bournemouth putting two past them, Luton putting four past them. Um, Arsenal killing <laughs> them off as well. So, and at the moment, Wolves are playing really well. So it's a tricky fixture for Newcastle. You're going to put it down to both teams to score? I say both teams to score, Wolves to win. Yeah, I agree. Both teams to score, but I'm going to draw. All right. Um, we've got a London derby in our hands between Tottenham Hotspur and Crystal Palace. Now, I think uh, Oliver Glasner got off to a winning start 3-0 um, last time out uh, away at, uh, oh, sorry, at home to, to Burnley. Does he make it 2-2? Two two? Look, it's going to be difficult against yeah. a Spurs team away from home as well. Um, Spurs losing in their last game uh Two Wolves, right? Yeah, I yeah. think that's two Wolves. Yeah, two one. But yeah. look, their the fixture against um, Chelsea was postponed, so you know they haven't played in about two weeks. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Tottenham Hotspur side that is ready, yeah, ready for this one. to go. I agree with that hundred percent. I would have given Palace a, a slight chance if it was at their home, but like you said, Tottenham got the rest. Um, they lost the previous game, so they definitely going to bounce back, especially being at home. All right, um, you going with a two 0 victory there? A 2-0 sounds perfect for me. Yeah, Comfortable. I agree. I think Spurs goes through this one. Shot. All right, Nottingham Forest are hosting Liverpool um, in the next fiction. Obviously, Klopp's kids are running riot. I, I, Klopp, I, I think he's the perfect manager. I think he's so close to, to Pep Guardiola. Um, what, he, what he gets out of his team, I don't know if, if they're playing with the, with the motivation because he's leaving at the end of the season and they want to see him off well. Or is it just him? Because at the moment, he's galvanized them. Whether it be Diaz, Salah, Shabazzlai, and we saw it last night um, in the in the FA Cup, they 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 beat Southampton three 0 with, like you said, the kids. Yeah, they fielded the youngest Liverpool ever um, player to go on, which was sixteen years old. So, I, I think Nottingham Forest are in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Forest's form has been dipping as well. They're not looking like the Forest that they were last season and maybe at the start of the season as well, where they made the Forest ground a difficult place to go. Mm. Uh, I think, uh, especially with Liverpool's uh, attacking prowess, they should they should get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I think if you Nuno coming into this one, you want to at least try and find the back of the net. You know, maybe just throw a span in the works, but. I think it's a it's a one way traffic in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think you want to get the crowd on your side, get an early goal, maybe put some pressure on Liverpool. But uh, yeah, it's it's far fetched for them. Prediction? I'm going three one Liverpool. I'm going two 0 Liverpool. All right, um, another London derby on our hands. Brentford are hosting Chelsea. Now Chelsea, of course, got back to winning ways last night in the uh, FA Cup. Yeah. But against Leeds, 
and they conceded two goals, which is it's, it's not too good. Kind of sums up their performance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially with a with a championship team, but mm. nevertheless, they they got it over the line. And um, Brentford, for me, I'm quite shocked yeah. at how they're playing this season. I think they they just above the relegation zone, and um, <laughs> Chelsea having won last night, I think it's going to be a tough fixture for them. Yeah, I think this one is also a bit difficult to call because both both sides are really not in form. You know, mm. uh, if you look at Brentford. Um, they have been fighting the back of the net. You know, Neil Mope is in the goals mm. frequent, frequently uh, on the score sheet. You know, Ivan Tony's back. Um, but, you know, it's just not quite the same. Yeah, it's not clicking for them. I think uh, they've missed a lot of key players through the season as well. Uh, mm. Buemo and Vasa have been mm. key players for them and they've missed them. David uh, Raya got sold as well. As well, yeah. I, I think Raya has been a big miss for them as well. Um, so, uh, it, also, if you look at the past few fixtures, they've, Played a city twice, Liverpool once. So, uh, if you look at the performances, they haven't been that bad. Couple of okay, unforced well, errors. Well, look, that that brings me to then that four-two drubbing mm. by West, West Ham, Ham. Mm. featuring a Jared Bowden hat trick. Now, you know, you look at Lucas Paqueta who came in uh, to that one after uh, being missing. I think he was injured for about maybe eight weeks or something. Yeah, more. a good few uh, weeks out. Yeah, then he comes back mm. and. The striker, yeah, the centre forward scores a hat trick. Just shows uh, the influence he has on the team, mm. what he means to the team, and and you can see Paul got a hat trick from it. So he's a huge asset to to what West Ham are doing. Mm. But then again, you know, Nigel just mentioned some top teams that Brentford played, but mm. then West Ham, West Ham, West Ham yeah. are and these well, are the, they're like ninth at that point, and they won like a six-game winless run. I don't, I think. That might have been West Ham's think, first Premier League win mm-hmm. of 2024. I think Brentford's issues, they depend on, on Tony too much. Yeah. I think it's if, if it was an individual sport, they would do well. But this, this is a team sport. It takes 11 players to play. And I think if, if they start to, to realize that and, 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 and be a more cohesive team, I think the results will come out better. For them. All right. Let me get your predictions on this one. 2-1 Chelsea for me. I think... The bees will target this as a must-win game. Uh, also, not playing midweek, uh, so they lingering above the relegation zone. Uh, I'm backing them for to get a positive result, maybe a draw, two-two draw. Mm, you know, a draw after the words positive. It, Gosh, it, look, it really mean, doesn't bode well. I was, I was waiting, and then you said it, a draw, maybe even a two-two draw. Is like if if there is any shining light, yeah. Chelsea have never won at the G Tech yeah. in their. Premier League history. Yeah. So well, they, look, Chelsea they themselves need a victory. 100%. So, so both, both teams really should throw the kitchen sink at each other. 100%. Pochettino's under the cost yeah. because he, he needs results. End of the season's coming. Um, there's been talk about replacing him. So this is a must. One in Mudrik got on the score sheet. Jackson got on the score 100 sheet. Million. 60 million. Cole Palmer's there. 50 Sterling. million. So, I think his days are numbered, honestly. So this, yeah. you, you know what they're going to bring in this game. All right, uh, let's move things along to the Everton hosting West Ham. Now, you know, we just touched on Jared Bowen. Is he going to come and attack that Everton net? Look, we know Everton will set up to be a bit more structured and mm. sit behind the ball. Uh, yeah. They won't give Bowen a lot of space to attack in behind. So maybe that, that won't play into Bowen's hands so, so much, but yo, he really is a top-class player. Mm. And I think he's on the brink of maybe a big move soon. I think um, West Ham should be wary of Everton at home. Mm. Yeah. Especially now they got something to play for. Their deduction dropped to six points mm. from 10. 
So now they're out the relegation zone. So now it's just about survival. Yeah. So the the whole game changes for them now. Sean Dash knows the importance of these type of games where you need to beat the teams in and around you mm. to survive the drop. So yeah, Everton I, now come into this one in fifteenth place, twenty five points to the name. West Ham on the other hand, thirty nine points. Yeah. 26 games played. So, you know, there is quite some parity between the two teams. But mm. I think, tactically, where is this game going to be won? Yeah, I think in both boxes, yeah. Everton need to be strong going forward and they need to defend well. At home, I'm tipping them to get the points. They, they, Both teams are leaking goals, so it's not even going to be a defensive issue for either team. But like Nigel said, whoever takes more chances in the box will win the game. All right. Uh, prediction mark? I'm going 2-2. I'm going 2-1 Everton. Mm. All right. Fulham are hosting Brighton. Now, Fulham are full of confidence coming to this one. You look at that away victory at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford. Mm. Gosh. And the manner in which they played as well. Yeah. I, I felt that they Very played, expensive. Yeah, yeah, expensive football. They they get on the ball and they attack you. Very direct team. And yeah, former gunner with the dagger at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Was good credit to, see. to Marco Silva, man. Yeah. I mean, he, he stuck to his guns. He doesn't change the way he's playing, whether it's United, um, Liverpool, whoever it is. It's his way, and, and that's how it's going to stick. And it paid off against United. Well, deserved victory. And, and Brighton are not the best away from home as well. They've been inconsistent throughout the season. Mm. Just two wins from the last five league outings. So that tells you already that there's a mm. good chance Fulham can back that United one up with another one against against Brighton mm. or, or struggling at the moment. You're going to lock in that prediction? Um, I'm going 1-1. Nudge? I'm going 2-1 Fulham. All right. Um, the final fixture of Saturday sees Luton Town hosting Aston Villa. Now, you know, um, with Luton, uh, their home form has been quite quite good this season. You know, I don't want to say like they win, but they definitely get the crowd going behind them. You know, Kenilworth Road is not an easy place to go go to. Not at all. I think they're physical. They get on the back. The crowd are on you. Uh, if things don't go your way quickly, uh, it can be a long night for you at at the ground. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Does uh, does Luton get anything from this, or is it Aston Villa for the W? Uh, Aston Villa comfortable when I think Luton are are, are 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 wounded now after what City did to them. I think it was a hammering from from City, um, especially at home. Aston Villa at the moment are, are flying high. They're playing good football. They also got something big to play for, which is Europe. So uh, I see a comfortable win for Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think Villa coasting along at the moment. Mm-hmm. Free scoring. Um, very good team as well to watch, entertain yeah. you. Uh, so yeah, I think they, they get the win comfortably. Yeah. All right. Um, Burnley host Bournemouth in uh, the next fixture. Burnley, of course, uh, I think they 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 currently just been... Hit from pillar to post. And Bournemouth, what a nice team to watch as well. Mm. Also a good team to watch. Burnley just been struggling, man. They, they just can't get it right. Uh, I, I said it at some time back that in the championship, they were playing this type of football, but it's not working out in the Premier League because they don't have the personnel, I feel. And the caliber you, of plays that you play against exactly. every week changes. And and. Like teams like Arsenal, Liverpool, City, Aston Villa, they they press you. They don't they don't wait for you to to figure out how you're gonna play out from the back end and what style you. They coming to take the ball. They're gonna score and and that's the end of the story. So, but Burnley is just unfortunate the way the season's planning out. And I think Bournemouth get this one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Their home form has been terrible. And like Mark just said, Bournemouth have been one of the better teams in the league. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, Is Burnley's Premier League stay over? I think it's all but over unless yeah. you're going to be a miraculously get results. But where would those results come from? Unless they didn't you... sign. Well, I think Fofana is a good signing. In fact, yeah. he, could be a, yeah, he could be good a shining player. light. But, yeah. you know, to to change their status, which I think is all but confirmed, they are a championship mm. club. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. You know, yeah. call a spade a spade. I think them shuffle down and then maybe, maybe it's a fight on the last day for the third and final relegation spot. Um, yeah. Of course, some clubs contesting fines. I'm sure there could be more to come, but you know, I think Burnley, unless they get a result here, I think it's all but over for me. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you, Dash. I think they done. Yeah, I agree as well. I think Bournemouth win here. Mm. All right. Um, Sheffield United hosting Premier League heavyweights mm. Arsenal. This, of course, I'm joined by two gunners. Why don't you uh, take it away, gents? There's not much to say in this one. I think Arsenal are in, in top four. How many? How many? <sighs> I think that's the only question, the question is how many. It's the bank of the Because they're they free scoring now at the moment. Saka's on fire. Havertz seems to, to have showed up now. I think he's part of the team. He's part of Arteta's plans. Rice can't do no wrong. Martinelli's back on the score sheet. Sheffield and United conceding 66 goals in 26 league fixtures. That's ridiculous. I, I think the, they could be odds on to... Break the record this season. Yeah, yeah, what is yeah. the most goals considered in the Premier League season? So Imagine yeah, that. they they uh, it's it's not been a good time back in the Premier League for the Blades. So yeah, I, I think Arsenal coast through this one definitely. All right, does somebody get a hat trick over here? Uh, Saka. Yeah, if 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 I had to pick someone, anybody yeah. that should be. If um, you want to get your league goals up, this is the game to do it. And yeah. because you know, I just mentioned sixty six after twenty six league fixtures. It's the most any Premier League team has ever conceded at this stage of the tournament and the most at this stage of a top-flight season since Ipswich Town in 1963-64. No, that's a crazy yeah, stat. It is that's crazy. crazy. I think Saka will be licking his lips if he saw that stat. Yeah, 100%. I think Arsenal have been free-flowing free going yeah. forward at the start of the season, and just, at the start of the year. And just for the fact that we're two points behind Liverpool and one behind City, I think this game and with the rest that Arsenal's getting to, I think, Sheffield's mm. in huge trouble, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, Arsenal, let's just say they win this one for all intensive purposes. They then go to Brentford um, and I think they have a Champions League appointment with Porto. I mm. think Porto in huge trouble as well. I think at the Emirates, nobody can come there at the moment. I, I, was, I was telling you the other day, they're finally doing that. Um, what City and Liverpool do at their home grounds. You know when you Fortress, go to the yeah. Anfield, you, you know already. I think we, some games you know already before it happens, yeah. okay, Liverpool's going to win. City plays, uh, you know, okay, you don't even need to watch the game. We know City will win. I think that's what Arsenal are doing now at the moment at the Emirates. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a bit more rootlessness in our play. Uh, you can see it when we won or 2 nil up. We're not... We're not uh, we're not happy. Yeah, yeah, we're not happy. We want to get the third, the fourth, and kill games off. So, the Emirates is, is it over five this in this fixture against Sheffield? Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, definitely over over three point five yeah. four yeah. around there. So four nil. Four nil. Yeah. All right. Because Arsenal, I think they're twenty six goals, three conceded in six six games, six league fixtures. I think it's, it is. It's crazy. They haven't lost yet in in the league in, in, uh, this, this year. year. Yeah. Yes. So. All right, we'll see how far their, their, their perfect record can go in the 2024 calendar year. Like I said, they play Sheffield, then Brentford, and then Man City away. 
So that fixtures at the end of March. We'll we'll definitely have some time between now and then to unpack it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, comfortable win here for for easy. Arsenal. Easy. All right. Yes, I agree. Mentioned Man City. They are in action against Manchester United this weekend. Of course, it's a Manchester derby we have on our hands. The Etihad will play host to this one now. Gents, I want each of you to tell me if there is a weakness in this Man City outfit. Oh, we'd have to be nitpicking all yeah. day if you find a, a weakness. Um, just watching their recent performances, uh, we're not going to look at the one against Luton. I think that was 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 a, was a given, I should say. Yeah, Haaland scored five goals. So, um, Foden, we can talk about Foden all day as well. De Bruyne, the influence that he has on the team, he he will be back. It's just unfortunate about Jack Grealish. Um, his injury set him back again. He went off injured. So I, I don't see any any weakness in the City team now at the moment. Okay, let me uh, nudge. Yeah, no, I agree with Mark. I think you have to nitpick if you're yeah. going to find anything wrong with the City team. Um, you have to rely on players to be out or players to play in different positions. Mm. I think they're just such a well-oiled little team. All right. Well, let me ask you, Jens, this. All right. In City's previous uh, Premier League uh, appearance, they won 1-0 against Bournemouth. Mm, yeah. All right. Full Foden struck in the first half, but they mm. didn't add to the tally in the second half. And I think that's down to the game management by uh, Iriola. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. In that one, Bournemouth attempted six, uh, 13 shots to, to Man City's 15. So it's not like the, the stats... Um, they were showed, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that, that's my that's my point, and mm. I'm trying to say if a Bournemouth team can can it. can can conjure up 13 shots mm. against a Man City team, a treble winning Man, Man Manchester City team, why can't Man, Man United do that? You know, in that in that second half, it was full Bournemouth pressure. Mm. Nine of their 14 came in the second half alone. Yeah, yeah. So that second 45 was Bournemouth's. I want to say victory, mm-hmm. but they lost the game, but the second 45, a game of two halves. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You yeah. know, that second half, if Eric Ten Hag is watching that, I'm sure he, he would have unpacked that performance. He would have seen where the loopholes are because Bournemouth could find it. Yeah, I, I think it just, it just comes down to, to how the team is, um, the belief in the team and how much they believe in the coach. Like you mentioned, Bournemouth won the second half against City. That comes down to the coach. It comes down to... to to how the play, the players believe in what the coach wants, how they want him to play. I think at, at United at the moment, I think they're all over the place. It was the ownership. Um, it was the Sancho story. It's Rashford now, his story. And then obviously injuries has been a big part of, of United's downfall at the moment. So yeah, you mentioned, of, you mentioned yeah. injuries. I think uh, Hoyland is going to miss this one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think he's out with a muscle injury for two to three weeks or something. And and it was just coming right with him getting on form. I think he scored five six, in five, six, six consecutive, games. Yes, six no. consecutive league fixtures, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And and it looks like they're depending on him for everything now because soon as he's out the team, they lose. Yeah, yeah, he's been one of their shining lights over the past few weeks, and they're going to be a big miss without him at the Etihad, um, relying maybe on just Rashford to play off the counter, maybe. Which yeah. is not even, he's not even on form. Yeah. yeah, he blanked last night against Nottingham Forest. Of course, it was a 1-0 victory for Man United. But, I mean, 
Casemiro scored in the 89th yeah. minute. Is that really we, something to, we, to celebrate? We can't talk like this about United, one of the biggest clubs, if not the biggest club in the world. We we, we know what they've been doing over the years and, and this is not a United team, in my personal opinion. Mm. And then he hit the woodwork in that one. You know, of course, he started the fixture, but he hasn't really been the player that maybe Ten Hag hoped he would be. Yeah, I mean, I think Ten Hag worked with him at Ajax and I feel like he should have known player he was trying to spend a hundred million on. Uh, Anthony, he has a left foot. He can't chop onto his right foot. He can't cross with his right foot. He can't create separation on the wing. So why are you spending a hundred million on this player? It uh, Look, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Unless you're going to have a crazy arc where he just surprises everyone and starts playing. It, it looks like you wasted a hundred million on him. So... Okay, let's look at defensive uh, defensively then. Fernandez is a cam for all intensive purposes, but I have seen him play in in that midfield three. Um, doesn't really get forward unless like he's got that freedom. But then you look at players like Casemiro's back, McTominay is foot. Mayno has had a top season. So for Amrabat back from Afcon, there's there's beef in that CDM position. I think beef in the sense that maybe you're looking at it. On paper, I think, Cas- yeah. I think I think Casemiro has physically declined mm. crazily. Like yeah. it's I, it's I, shocking. Yeah, um, McTominay may be one of the better players, but in what position is he? A CDM? He's going to attack the box. Mino has been one of the best players, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't. I don't think McTominay gets ahead of Mino. Yeah, so young and just to be thrown into this, mm. honestly, a, a a chaotic environment to be playing so well. So yeah. it really is impressive. Yeah, you know. It reminds me of that that uh, Manchester derby at Old Trafford. I think it was maybe last season, maybe the season before that. Garnacho uh, and Rashford linking up. Yeah, Both yeah. players are, for all intents and purposes, going to be in the lineup. Can you see them maybe making some magic no, on Sunday? I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it. I think just based on their last performance as well against Fulham and even last night, I think Fulham should should have won by more goals. They yeah. were they were yeah. that open. I think. If you're gonna play like that against a city team, they will they will hit you hard. But isn't that what what Man United have been trying to do? You know, yeah. something like playing out from the back as well. They signed the goalkeeper for that. You know, they've got a ball playing centre back in Rafael Varane. They brought the goalkeeper, but there's no outfield players to to do it. There's no structure. There's no idea. They give it to to the goalkeeper, and then he boots it over the mm-hmm. halfway line and back to the opposition, and then they're tackling again. So why bring the keeper in and then there's no there's no structure to play out from the back? Mm. Well, I, th- I think that's why Jim Radcliffe is at Elm now. Yeah, I think that's also an underlying factor as to why Ten Hag just won't succeed at this United team mm. because he's in there for two years now and they can't control games against Luton or mm. Fulham, Fulham at yeah. Old Trafford mm-hmm. with, with all your spend. So. Good point there. Um, another point I want to just uh, maybe finish this podcast off, you know, keeping in... Uh, Nine with finishing Erling Haaland, mm. five goals. I mean, in his previous. Where, 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 when does it stop? Mm. Five goals <laughs> in one fixture. The team wins six, six, six two. Yeah, man scored five, it's but robotic. So it's, it's his it's second you, time he scored and, five. And that's his eight hat trick in City <laughs> Colors. Eight hat trick. Honestly, and he's he's the first City player to score five goals in a single season. Yep. It's crazy. Um, I think it's becoming robotic numbers at this stage. I yeah, think it's scary. Just, yeah, you just get in front of goal and you you know it's going to be clinical. Um, it 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 really is also impressive mm. that Arsenal are keeping pace with the City team 
and with this Liverpool team mm. where we share the goals compared to having yeah. players who are yeah. 100%. You get me? <laughs> All right. Well, as as this is a Manchester derby. <laughs> <laughs> just for reference. Just yeah. for reference. <laughs> in keeping with the times, my question, Erling Haaland, five goals in his previous fixture. How many in this weekend? Yeah, I'm backing him to get get on the score sheet. Minimum two. Minimum two. Two goals. He, he just scored five goals. Yeah. The game's at the Etihad. The Brenner got four assists from him. Four assists. <laughs> four. Mm. So so you know the connection. I think that could possibly the, be the best duo in the Premier League. Mm. Haaland and, and, and De Bruyne. Yeah, well, look, the, for me, all sides are pointing to a City win. Manchester is blue. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't see United getting why, anything. Why would you think United would get something if you could give me? Well, that's that's kind of like why I started off by saying, can you find a weakness <laughs> in this Man City team? Because Bournemouth found it. That second half performance was incredible. If if, I, if you were to, to give United a chance, where would they hurt City? Honestly, it's just Rashford. He's the yeah. most dangerous player. He's, he's, he's never... What, what's his numbers now at the moment? No, but that, that's what I mean. Like, he's... He's you, not. You can't count on him because form is even weak yeah. now. If at the this moment. was the last year left on his contract, <laughs> are you? T- what are you trying to do? What are you then, doing? Then maybe. Yeah. No, there's no maybe. This is it's Man City against United. Let's forget about form yeah. and 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 everything, everything else that else. goes with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're counting on Rashford, what has he done? Let's say the okay. past three games. For, All right. for United. So I, I don't want to start on Rashford. If I if I have to unpack Man City, I would say right now. Phil Foden is someone, yeah. yeah. You know, you, it's it's going to be the De Bruyne show. You know, these games always end up with him on the ball. Um, you, you look at how I mentioned historically Rashford Ganacho, That's that's that is where if anything is to happen outside of an own goal, <laughs> like if 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 United are the score outside of own goal, it has to be because of something Rashford and Ganacho done because defensively, Ten Hag has freed them. You know, mm. I don't I don't see. Like many defensive runs as plays like Radnik. You know, under Radnik, I think everybody was tasked with tracking back, you know, even maybe Solskjaer. But, you know, under Ten Hag, I think that, and I mentioned the CDM plays that we have, Amrabat is everywhere in, in that United half. He's everywhere he, he needs to be, all right? So it comes with, are we marking man for man or is it zonal? And then you look at, it was kind of a combination because Fred had De Bruyne in that fixture at Old Trafford. Um, and then it was, I think it was Fernandez. Um, he played, but but I think Fred right now. So there's there's players like Mano mm. and and. Okay, let let, let me ask minute. you. Let yeah. me ask you this: If you have to go man for man, City yeah. against United, so Varane has to take Haaland. All right, does he win that one? I don't know if he wins it, but and then and then he goes. Who is he partnering up with? Because is it Lindelof or is it Maguire? I think both of them can play. I think Maguire should play this one. Because okay, it's so, a brute. So out of all those defenders, does Haaland beat them or do defenders? Of course, Haaland. Haaland okay, beats that them, but, one's done. But, but in terms of trying, oh, no, then, there's no trying now. There's no more trying. Let's go to Ganacho. He's going down the flank. Nathan Ake, okay. I think, or I, Kanji. So I think Ganacho gets past most wing backs. Now I'm not saying con- convincingly. Not Ake. No, 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 Ake. Ake. I was going to say the same thing. Ake is solid. I don't think Ake. I don't think him. Let's okay. go Rashford's I, wing. I, I disagree. I think that if Ganacho shows up, he can beat Nathan Ake. I think Nathan Ake is good, you know, but I'm not saying. It, in 1v1 defending. So, Ake so again, is one like, of the best. I'm, 
Yeah, and I'm not taking that away, but I think I think right now, Ganacho is is that that X factor in the United team and the unproven quantity. Is he the number seven? Is he like you know whatever? Um, if Sancho was here, would you say Sancho would be dark? Okay, like never. prime nope. Sancho, never. Nope. Okay, well. Well, Let's go we'll Rashford right. sign. Rashford beating John Stones. So I think he's going to come through the center, you know. And I think if he goes to the center, Rashford through the center. Yeah, I don't with, think. But who? Playing striker. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think he's going to play Even on the wing. That's his worst position. But they they need they need somebody to play striker. He has shown that he can play as a striker. The left mm. wing will probably be Anthony. You you rather play with a man short. <laughs> no, let's be let's be serious. But, let's be serious. But this is the United team that that they are fielding. You know yeah. the, the like it's not that, it's I not would, the best. Anthony can't get in the team now. I, I would moment. I would stock the midfield. I'll go with McTominay, Mano. You go with four uh, like uh, Casemiro and Bruno Fernandez, and I'll go probably Rashford up front. Uh, so so in that midfield battle, who's gonna mark the City players there? It's because gonna have it's to gonna be zonal be, marking. Like I said, uh, full uh, Foden. Who's gonna hold on to Rodri in the midfield? My main problem with with United is their pressing structure. Like Rashford doesn't press and. If, 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 the, if the wingers go to press the fullbacks don't back up the press so they look They're open, open yes. all the time exactly. Fulham showed the same thing exactly City will just move you about and you're open in 2-3 seconds so if, if you if, were to put someone marking the brain and now who are you going to put it exactly this maybe Amrabat <laughs> maybe Amrabat Amrabat can't get in the yeah, team cut. but he played a left wing back left, left wing back la, la, he came left, in left, as a centre yeah, midfielder it, but look if you if you want to ask me playing out who's going to mark De Bruyne I will put Amrabat who's going to mark Foden I want to say it's going to have to be Meno the, I don't think he's the best player to mark the, to mark Foden I think Foden wins that battle but I think right now Meno is the best like counter to, to Foden that we have you mentioned Casemiro I don't know how impactful he's going to be but I think with his prowess yeah, yeah his yeah. prowess his experience maybe yeah. he's got something in this out, one yeah. um, and then and then it comes back to Fernandez because the man's chance he, the chances created that, that mm, his, this, his, his numbers yeah so that's why it leads back to can he find Ganacho on the wing square to Rashford up front I don't think Anthony's going to be the focal point of the attack I think if anything is going to happen it has to come from Rashford Ganacho on the day I think I think City are going to come come away yeah. with a victory. I think they'll open the scoring. I think it'll be City to win first half and second half. I have to agree with you. Yeah, I don't see any way United go there and get a result. Honestly, I think the way they've been playing doesn't give you any encouragement, and City are just free flowing. So. I think tactically, Tenag's got to be yeah. on point on the day. Yeah, there's too many variables, and honestly, mm. I can't I can't see anything other than a Man City win. Mm. I agree. All right, gents. I think that concludes this week's podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure, and you know, let's let's uh, let's let's watch that Manchester derby. Eh? Yeah. Come on, you Gunners! <sighs> Cheers, the Arsenal. Come on. Hit the target podcast.